Take two. You're now listening to the Thousand Story Podcast, presented by Thousand Story. Okay. Story Podcast. Hello. We are your hosts, Nashi and Luis. And today we're going to be taking a quick tip session. Quick well, actually, tip. we're going to be giving a quick tip session. We're not taking tips. Yeah. We're giving tips. Um, uh, unless you want to leave us a tip. You know? Yeah, that would be also, cool. Also, we accept tips. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> but uh, no, we, we thought it would yeah. be cool yeah. to do like a little quick episode on uh, if you're flying solo, you know, if you're, it, well, not really just flying solo, but like tips for the individual, you for know, the, if you can have a manager, you can have a team, individuals. regardless, these are things you should know if you're in the creative industry. These are personal tips. You feel Yeah, us? You like, feel you know, it? brush your teeth and floss. You know, necessary things, necessary evils. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway. So, uh, yeah, let's get it, let's get into the first phase. First right. phase, picking, picking your, your battles. battles. Like... Oh, knowing when to pick your battles is a huge thing. It's such a huge thing. Yeah, because like I mean, you'll run into issues with anybody, with anybody, everybody. Everybody's gonna have something that for real, for real. But picking a battle can often sometimes burn a bridge, and you just really have to know. Actually, picking your battle should help you avoid burning bridges. Should help you avoid. But sometimes you but still picking have to. the wrong ones is yeah. that that's what I was getting at. I see. Yeah, you're right. My bad. I just wasn't uh, expressing myself properly. <laughs> hey, it's weird. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, number one, as far as picking your battles, know no. when to stand for something you believe in. Right. Yes. There's there's always, and it's not just for yourself. You know, for other people to in your industry, there's always a time when you need to put your foot down. Yes. You need to, even if it's difficult, even if. You know, it's it looks like you're you're giving up for like a really great opportunity. Oof. There are times where you just need to stand up for your own self and your own priorities, or your you know your your other peers that are going to be affected by you know your decisions. Mm-hmm. Uh, prime example, yeah. you know, if you are trying to set yourself up a show, right? If you're setting, you're, you're kind of getting in contact with venues, or even if your team's doing it, whatever the case may be, um, you have to make sure that you and your team are all kind of on the same page. And know when to accept the show and when not to accept the show. Yes. Some of the worst shows oh, to man. accept, I think, would be pay for pay for play shows. I I had to do that one. I did that one time actually, mm. and it was it was the worst experience because we had to pay essentially for the tickets right in advance. So if you've never done a pay for play, it's trash. Don't ever do one. Don't 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 <laughs> make like. Don't apply for those shows so that those shows no longer exist. Please. Because they are so terrible. You essentially have to buy and you have to purchase all of the tickets that you yourself then have to sell. Yeah. To your friends and family and anybody you can get to come to your show so that you can make your money back. Never mind the actual promoter, you know, yes. maybe doing his job. Nope. But he's also profiting or she or they are yeah. profiting from whatever you decide to put effort into, you know. You're paying them to, play. to perform. 
which is at a venue that they're not even trying to promote so that people come and spend money on you. They're not even making money off of this at all, really. Yeah, the artist is. Yeah, the, the artist. artist. <laughs> the promoter. Promoter is making money. Oh, God. The, the venue's venue making, making money. You know, that's all. Not. They're all good, but you're not oh, as yeah. an artist. No, no that's you're horrible. Not. No. And that shouldn't exist. But yeah. because we have a lot of artists who are just starting out or, yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah, they kind of sold, they got sold on the you know, for exposure spiel, yeah. you know, those exist. And it's dangerous. It, it's in those times where even if it looks good or looks promising or looks yeah. like a, a great opportunity, you need to say no. You need to know when to stand for just keeping the standards for what we all have to you know go through and mm-hmm. what we all can expect from dealing with promoters and dealing for shows yeah. and things like that yeah um and it's important to do that regardless of if you're by yourself or with a team or whatever the case may be everybody needs to be in sync mm-hmm. on that mm-hmm. you know yeah i don't know it was, it was a trash experience because I, uh, I remember we had to eat the cost because we couldn't sell all the tickets yep and so so then on top of paying yeah. for the tickets then if you don't sell the t- enough tickets, you still have to pay for the tickets the, that were the, unsold. Not, yeah. Which is like Which it's is like the best so scam. Stupid. Oh my god. Yeah. It's it's the world's greatest scam. Yeah. You and know? people do it all the they time. Really like do. new bands like really go get into that. And I, I honestly, for the life of me, can't understand because like the venue isn't even a coveted venue. Right. You know, it's just like probably some some venue around town. Just avoid like that's, even that's if it's a tiny little venue. Huge. Even if it's yeah. an arena. Avoid oh, yeah. pay to play. Nope. Avoid it. Don't let that shit to. happen. You can't pay. You can't eat on exposure. You cannot. It's impossible. It's impossible. Do not do it. Yeah. For the real. Other case when you should know for uh, when to stand for something, um, or at least to put your foot down, right? Yes. Is when you're selling your work, right? When oh, you're yeah. when you're doing commissions, or if you're making beats for mm-hmm. lease, you know, don't sell that. Don't undersell that shit, because then everybody expects that. Yes. Again, yes. It's ju- it just boils down to knowing when to help everybody mm-hmm. and and help yourself. Get yourself paid and allow other people to get uh, other people's other people to get other paid <laughs> by actually setting an appropriate standard for your work and yes. other people's simple yes. work. You know, it happens way too often where services that are, I mean, real skills. I mean, it's it's Absolutely. difficult. I mean, it takes years of schooling to do certain artistic jobs. Yep. You know, and to sit here and and give that away for almost free. I mean, if you're if you're talking about a, a, a like a super low low price. At that point, you're doing your not only yourself a disservice, but everybody else around you, mm-hmm. because then the industry suffers. It begins to suffer it because really everybody expects that from the industry. So like, I think there's one exception where, in in the case of like something like Fiverr, right, right. where you have, uh, you, you're able to kind of like churn out these quick little ideas yeah. or like like quick little drafts of things, yeah. um, or you know provide like a like if somebody just needs you to, um, you know make small edits in a file not not mm-hmm. like not like uh like eq or anything but just like do straight chops if it's something singular like that where if it's like a really really simple single menial task then yes that makes sense but that's still pricing yourself ap- appropriately yeah you know more most people are you know doing 20 30 dollar mastering jobs when if you it, depending on i mean ideally obviously mastering should be simple but it's not it's and and it's an art form in and of itself because when yeah. you're paying for they are paying for your ear yep. right they're paying for your room they're paying for the services that you render the equipment that you use they're paying for all of that 
So for you to only charge $20, $30 for mastering job, yeah. even if you could do it quickly, is not wise because yes. you're not setting anybody else up. You're not setting yourself up or yeah. anybody else. And you're shooting yourself in the foot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because if you think about the equipment that you're using to to have the, the best uh, acoustic experience for your, the skills that you've built right. in your ears, you know, that you've learned over the year, over the countless years that you've been studying music, you know, that's that's a lot of time and that's a lot of money in the equipment that you've already poured yep. in to then just be like, oh, $30 a job. That is you not know, wise. That Don't doesn't do make that. any sense. And yes, people will undercut you, yeah. but stop them from doing that. Talk, I mean, if you, even if you can't, but yeah. make make sure at least account for yourself if you can, if possible. And I and we know it's hard to set a value for yourself. It like it really, really is. It really and it's hard is. to say I cost this much it is, per honestly. hour. I mean, that, yeah, but... If you value yourself as an artist and you know that you're a good artist and, and you know you're good at something, it, it is a business, yeah. And you know you're good at something, you have to price accordingly. You do. And the easiest way I think to do that, if, if you just want to take out yourself of the equation, yeah. right? If you if you if you feel uncomfortable, you know, pricing yourself, yeah. then just straight talk numbers with yourself. Figure out what city, you know, for what city you live in and for what your needs are. Calculate all your expenses, right? Literally write out everything you pay for per month. And then multiply that for the year, right? So say, for example, I live in Erie, right? Yep. It costs anywhere from like 8000 to to 13000 to live comfortably per year, right? So that, oh, that's not, not including yeah. a car. That's literally just including me just living with the low rent that we have, which is great. But normally you should assume like 20 to 30K yeah. just for normal yeah. living. I'm in Erie, so I have a different budget. But let's assume 20 to 30K, right? Off top, that by itself, if you divide that, you know, hourly, so 30K, and then let's say 50 weeks to account for two weeks of vacation or just off time because mm -hmm. you're not going to be on every day yeah. all day, yeah. right? Just and 40 hours a week, right? So let's say 40 hours a week. Actually, we'll, we'll do it backwards. So from 30,000 divided by 50 weeks. That means every week you need to be earning $600, right? So $600 then divided by 40 means that you need to be charging at least $15 an hour. At least. At least. At least. You know, or if you sense. do a flat rate fee, you know, calculate how many hours it takes you to do a typical job and put that, you mm -hmm. know, uh, lump that into the hourly rate. Yeah. Like this, it, it, you don't even have to consider yourself or what you feel you know fits yeah literally just take your situation if you're uncomfortable take with your that. means yeah what and, you need to live what yeah. you need to survive in your city and there you go and then over time you can start going up from that point right this is just your base level what you need what you cannot accept any less than and then once you feel like you're more comfortable in that situation then you can say all right well i know my worth and my value can increase my cost yeah right so yeah this is my base rate but if you want my content over somebody else's content this it's is going to be higher, uh, you know, and yeah. that's just how you build it. Yeah. Just start, but start that, from the base. And that really goes into like not not shooting yourself in the foot. I mean, when yes. you're when you are pricing for yourself, I mean, you ha you have to eat, you have to have a roof over your head. These yes. are the things that you have to think about. I mean, if if you're trying to, if it's a hobby, that's one thing, right? You know what I mean. But you can turn a hobby into a career if you are smart about it. If you Absolutely. move about it in a way that knowing that you are a business and that you're trying to build a business for yourself, you know, because then, at, then at, at a certain point when you are a business, then you have to start thinking about other expenses. And other just, people. How am I going to live? Yeah. It's how am I going to pay for this person? How am I going to get insurance for myself? 
you know, there's there's a lot of things that go into making money. Yes. That it isn't just about you and, yeah. and just about your own comfortability with it. And your it's own about, self-sufficiency It's in about life, just providing you know? and being able to provide yeah. that for yourself, your family, whoever yeah. is involved in your business, you know? So do that. Stand yeah. for what you need. Don't don't shoot yourself in the foot by underselling yourself. Yeah. And speaking of, you know, shooting yourself in the foot, also don't oversell yourself either. Yes. You know, you can, you can, I, I know too many people who kind of try and flex, you know, like, I got mm. this, or I know these people, or, I, you know, I, I can do these things, I got all this. And then when it comes to it, or when they, they kind of get the demand that they're, or, or like a, you know, order for that kind of demand. Right. And they can't handle it, or, you know, they, they've kind of like taken on too much, right? Then you shot yourself in the foot because you've over you've over promised and under delivered in that case, and that's yeah. a dangerous thing. Yeah. See, I I was always taught like under promise, over deliver, and it's a really good tactic because you know if it's all about managing expectations. Mm -hmm. When you're managing somebody's ex expectation, it's it's way better to pleasantly surprise somebody mm -hmm. than to let them down. Always. Oh, so much. It's always better. better to do that. Yeah. But you also you also have to keep in mind though, because you know the more, I I'd say keep a balance of it. You know, it ultimately is about just you know balancing and, and managing yeah. expectations. But like try not to under under uh, what was it? What did we say? Uh, underperform. Underperform. Yeah, yeah. Try yeah. not to underperform too much. I'm sorry, overperform too much. Oh no, underperform. Yeah, underperform. Yeah, yeah I'm not crazy. <laughs> try not to underperform and over deliver too much because. That's going to cause them to then expect that's always going to be the case. Or like, for example, if you always say, you know, I'm going to get this job done um, and you're charging an hourly uh, rate, right? If you're mm -hmm. like, you know, I can do mixing for $50 an hour, right? And you always end up you know, saying it's probably going to be like four hours and you always get it done in two then they're just going to start expecting that you're going to get it done in two. So when you do actually take four yeah. hours, then they're upset. Yeah. <laughs> so... It's all about just knowing yourself and kind of knowing how you work and then being okay with what that takes. Mm. You know, mm -hmm. you don't always have to try and do the over under perform Un under promise, that's what we were under saying. Promise. Yeah, yeah. Under that's promise. Under promise. Yeah. Under promise over deliver type thing. Yeah. Just manage it. Just be yeah. smart about it. Yeah. I think so. I think No, I, it is a balancing act. I mean, especially even when it comes to valuing yourself. Yeah. Like and it's and it's weird to say to it's it's honestly hard to give a tip and be like, you know, don't it's easier said than done, really. It really is. You know, don't oversell yourself, don't undersell yourself. You really do have to hit that just right. You have to just you know, trial and error. And it yeah, and it's going to take some time to figure that out. You know, because you're going to have to see you're going to have to put your, you know, your dip your toes in the water to figure out what people yep. are even willing to pay. Exactly. Right? Pay not just pay the industry, pay you specifically. Mm -hmm. You know, because you could just be starting out, and you're not that great, right? So, and in those you cases, know you know, it's great to kind of get an idea uh, from your peers. Yeah, you know? what are they charging? What are they? Who the clientele? Like, who who are their clientele? Yeah. Like, who are they working with? That's where it's really beneficial to yeah. kind of just be in the network and yeah. be in and and connect with everybody in your community as and well. And you have to really keep your ego out of it as well, because you like you might think that you're the greatest ever, but you know, always keep a reference uh, of yourself. Really, mm -hmm. I mean, like, really understand where you are and be honest about it. Like, <laughs> the worst is like thinking you're sh the best piece of shit that ever came. <laughs> That's the worst. That's the worst analogy. But 
you know, that, that you're just like the bee's knees. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That like you're the greatest thing that ever came to like mixing yep. or whatever. And then when you when you put your work up next to other people's, it's just okay. It's okay. Or it's mediocre at best. And then people you know, know, oh, I didn't, I didn't want to, I didn't, I shouldn't have paid that much. Yeah. I shouldn't have gone oh, yeah. to this guy, you know. Yeah, and then you lose clients. So, so, so yeah. just manage expectations. Be honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. And be honest with, with your clients. Yeah. Ultimately. Yeah. Honesty is yeah. the winner here. And, and balance, honesty yeah. and balance. Um, and, e- and even when it comes to clients, too. I mean, you, you have to know which which bridges to burn mm. as well. If you have somebody who is not willing to pay you the amount that you are asking for, that you require, and you know your work is worth it, I mean, that's not really a bridge that, that you need to keep around. Right. You know and, I mean? you know, even if they're threatening, you know, oh, I'm going to you know, put your name in the dirt. Oh, you're like, you're, you're yeah. dead. You're dead. In the, like, ignore that. Yeah. You, you, it you, takes you, so much to do that to somebody. Does. And it, a lot of energy and work. And, yeah, it's... Know your worth. And know that if somebody's coming to you with some bullshit, stick to your guns and be like, yeah, nah, this bullshit. Yeah. I'm going to keep yeah. it moving. You know? <laughs> yeah. And, again, that takes trial and error. That takes just finding these situations, learning what that feels like, learning what that... You know, yeah. but again, you can circumvent a lot of your own pain just by talking to other people who have already gone mm-hmm. through it. You know, and it really even takes courage, courage to do that, to stand up for yourself it and does. to stand up for what you believe in you and know, what you're worth. Yeah, and what you're worth, and to tell somebody, no, you know, I'm not willing to work for that. You know, because because sometimes clients really do think that we need the gig. Right, you know, you know, and I'm that great. All the time. I'm blah 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 blah. Yeah, you know, this is you know, you should be grateful that I'm offering you this opportunity to work. Yeah, and it's not, it's that's not the case. I mean, yes, you should be grateful for an opportunity, sure, yeah. but it's an equal exchange of services. You're providing a service that they came to you for, right? Right. You have a skill that they need. You know, yep. and yes, you got the opportunity to uh, portray that skill before mm-hmm. anybody else did. Cool, but you still have a skill. You're yeah. still valuable. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Yeah, and the thing about uh, you know your, your skills, and especially when it comes to art, is that when you're talking about skills in art, there are only certain people that can do certain things. Like you, mm. the way that you mix is different than the way that I mix. Very true. I have different a different set of ears. My mm-hmm. brain is excited by different sounds, you know, yep. Yep. so that plays into the sounds that I want to pull out for people, the ones that I want them to focus on, you know. And, and so when people do come to you personally, they are coming to you for a specific reason. Yep. They're coming to you because you're the only one who has that specific style of sound that they're looking for. Yep. It's the same with the producer. You know what I mean? I mean, people will go to Kanye West when they're like, yeah, I want something that's super lit. You know what I mean? <laughs> I want a super lit track, so I'm going to Kanye West or whatever. Yeah, know? and but also specifically his sampling, his yeah. his, his aesthetic, like just the like the way he crafts a beat, you know. Yeah. And yeah, the yeah. way you craft your art, the way you, you mix a song, the way you master a song, the way you, you write a song. I just consolidate all... that into litness. Litness. <laughs> you know? The, yo, we <laughs> should have a litness scale. <laughs> I feel like, isn't there like a litmus test? Isn't There's a, a litmus test, litmus which test? has very racist background. But uh, What is that? I don't even know what it is. So, if I'm not mistaken, the litmus <sighs> test Tangent. was in reference to uh, before black people were allowed to vote. What? Um, in the efforts to, if I'm, I think I'm thinking of the right test. Let me, let me look it up. Um, Acidity or alkalinity using litmus? Oh, I'm thinking of a whole different test. Never okay. mind. What am oh, I thinking shit. of? 
I don't even know. I'm thinking of a very, very different test. A litmus test is a test for acidity or alkalinity using litmus. <laughs> I feel like we need to have a litmus test. Hey. Like, how lit is this? <laughs> I give it about a six. <laughs> six out of, like, what? Like... Lit, lit, like six out of lit, six out of lit. Oh shit! <laughs> How do you get the lit? Like, what, what's uh, the man? What's the scale? But yeah, we gotta figure out what lit is. Yeah, like what? What's the song that's super lit? Oh, then uh, and remains lit. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? We, but, I love yeah, it. We'll, we'll We're gonna the develop litmus, this. The lit test. test. Oh shit! <laughs> that's the greatest anyway. idea I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> so long story short. Anyway, know your worth. Yes. Don't burn bridges unless you have to. Stick with your guns. Yes. Don't shoot yourself in the foot. Please. Yes. Just very important things. And connect with people. Speaking of connecting people or connecting to people, you know, how do you find those connections? How do you rub shoulders? Like, where do you, you know, I live in Erie. We both live in Erie. You know, how do we gain connections and make success in this industry in the middle of nowhere? It's been interesting. Honestly, like, I, I feel like I have made more friends in the past, like, year and a half that I actually consider, like, like that care about me. Yeah. That are, like, really, really great friends that I talk to, like, all the time um, through doing this podcast. Yep. You know? And uh, it's it's just been... Because I, I feel like I'm a very personal person. Like, yeah. I have to be... Not I have to be in front of people, but like that's where I feel most comfortable communicating. Right. And communicating online is not really my forte. Not that I'm bad at it. It's just uh, I'd rather have a face to face conversation. Conversation. You know, and it makes sense. You know, for okay. So in the case of someone who kind of like thrives mm. around people, right? You you work best when you're in person. Oh yeah. And you know, it kind of goes about like knowing yourself in that way. But mm-hmm. me, for example, you know, my I've rubbed shoulders, quote unquote. In, in both situations and do both successfully. I've had mm-hmm. to train myself to kind of rub shoulders the best in person because I'm rather introverted and, you know, I gain my energy from being alone, you know? Yeah. So being outside or, or be outside, connecting <laughs> with outsiders, you know, connecting <laughs> with external people, that's, uh, that, you know, that, that takes away from my energy. Right. Um, so for me, being at home and connecting over the internet was how I rub shoulders. I was just... I was, you know, sliding in DMs, not even sliding in DMs, literally just saying hi over like Twitter or like Instagram or Facebook. You know, Facebook was huge. Honestly, saying hello and just putting that foot forward is huge. Saying, you you know how many times I've just cold, straight emailed people just randomly just because I was like, hey, I like your stuff. Like bigger artists, like I'm like, hey, like your stuff. What's up? Yeah. (laughs) And and they were like, yo, what's up? Like, it, most people are, like, thrown off, like, because they're like, people yeah. don't just email Yeah, people. it's true. And, of course, there's, you know, the, the success rate of that is very, very low. Yeah. But I happen to be a very good eye. Uh, I, I, have, I have a good eye for, you know, choosing who would be uh, susceptible or, or, or open to being just cold emailed. Yeah. Um, but, you know, just try. Just send a message or you know connect with the community or on online you know facebook groups were a huge thing i think they still are actually yeah um you know find a community and you know soundcloud when soundcloud was still popping i was definitely part of the facebook communities just in comments liking other people's stuff Mm -hmm. sharing it over you know so people would create facebook groups they would uh, create chat groups you know really just get yourself involved um but in the case of like in the more traditional sense right if you're like at like a mixer or something in person like you're mm-hmm. in LA right like how do you navigate a room full of people 
And for me, again, it just boils down to saying hello and just being confident yeah. in, in how you say hello. You know, don't come off the bat being like, hey, how are you? Check out my stuff. That yes. will go my That's, no. That shit is just so like, I, you know, not everybody has time for that. People would like, would rather connect with you 100%. first. Before they hear anything. Before they hear anything. Because, you know, you have to understand the person. You know, that's, that's how I feel. It's just like, if anybody were to walk up to me and be like, hey, what's up? Check out my music. I know for a fact I'm definitely not going to check it out. I, I don't know what kind of person you are. Do I, right. do I even like you? You know what I mean? We haven't even had a chance right. to really communicate like that. Yeah, I say, yeah. I, the thing is, it's like, I'm a very open guy and I'm a nice guy. So I used to just be like opening a bunch of people's stuff. But I've had to force myself to stop because people don't know how to come correct. And, yeah. and, and, and yeah. our other roommate, Monty, he's definitely helped solidify this because yep. you know, I used to just be like everybody needs yeah. love and I'm like nah it just it just comes from yeah, again trial and error but I, I feel like I didn't mean to interrupt you yeah. but the reason that people do that is because they're not their communication is not genuine right. they're not coming to you to get to know you they're coming to you to take something to from take you. something from you whether to, it's your opinion or that's yeah. your share or to, like, to, to ride off of like what you're doing you yeah. know what i mean say say you're like pretty popular online you know and people are like fucking with your music if pe people are going to send you links all the time all the time but they're sending you links to try to get a chance to try to, yep. to try to cop into like your community and the the thing that you're building and if that's the first form of communication that you get check out my shit yeah like not even i mean <laughs> you're e getting declined even just like a quick question like hey what's up you know my name's Luis. i really like your music you know i found it like a few years ago or whatever um are you are you ever open for collaborations right just asking just that. that question already puts me in a great mood because yeah. i'm like thank you for yeah. asking first of all never don't just assume that i'm gonna accept it Ask a question. Understand me. Understand what my process is. Yeah. You know, is this a good space to do this? Do you have? Yeah. Do you do you accept things via email? Where can I? You know, like what's your story? Like connect with that person for a second. If yeah. even if your end goal is just to really get that song out there, take the second. Take the five seconds. Yeah. Take the five minutes. Just connect with a person. Don't just link assault somebody. Nah, nah. Don't just do that. try like yeah. Connecting with people involves actually asking a question the more you can ask and the more you can, can try to actually connect to somebody as a human you will get farther yeah. along than anything the better you know yeah. i my closest friends i've rarely made any music with but we all support each other's shit like yeah. all the time like it's not even a question like mm -hmm. like it's to the point like you know obviously if they have a song they can they're comfortable enough and we're comfortable enough where they can just drop a link but like yeah i just dropped something and i don't even think about it like it's just it's there like i'm already sharing it because we've yeah. had time to build, to build a relationship. A relationship. Yeah. It's about building a relationship, yeah. you know? Yeah. And that, the, the end goal for me, whenever I reach out to somebody or whenever I'm trying to do a music collaboration, is to build a relationship. Yeah. At the end of the day. And that is the most important thing. It, it really. ultimately yeah. is. Like, I would love, I, I love working with people that I can genuinely call a friend. Like, yeah. I am looking for friends in the yeah. industry, which is weird because a lot of people aren't. I guess in the major realm, it, there aren't a lot of friends. Like, you know, it's, it's hard to find friends in, yeah. in an industry where things are cutthroat and people are sketchy as hell but i'm genuinely out here because i'm an in independent dude like i don't yeah. have any agenda i yeah. just want to make cool music that's that's it you yeah. know 
And it's super important as an independent artist, you know, to find people like that because you have to build your own community. You do. Of friends, you know, and, and you have to build a community that's going to help each other out. It's the only way you're going to build each other to the top. Yep. You know, I col- that's how collectives are. That's how. That's, that's why they work. That's why they work. Yeah. But it all comes, it really comes down to relationships. Relationships. Yeah. And, and actually genuinely caring about somebody outside of music yep. as just another human being that you respect, you admire for who they are, you know, and, and yeah. Just bring it back to that mixer, right? You're yeah. in L.A., you're in that mixer party, uh, and you see, you know, the, the top executive of a, of a major label that you're really interested in being on. Yep. You know, go over, say hi, offer them a drink, find out what they're doing, how they're feeling about the party, you know, start to get to understand their process. Yes. And the the thing that is so beautiful about understanding somebody and asking questions mm-hmm. is that they'll then become curious as to wh- who you are, you know, right? Like you've, you've tried to learn so much about them and you haven't pushed anything. Yeah. But, but you're at this party with them. Yeah. You're at the same space they are and they're up on this level. Mm-hmm. So if they don't know you, why don't they? And they become your job becomes easier because then they yeah. want to get to know you. And at that point, then you can start just slowly introducing yourself mm-hmm. and who you are. I mean, obviously, you want to come up and say, hi, my name yeah. is blah, 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 blah. But you don't have to off the bat be like, hey, I do this. I make this. Check this out. Yeah. Just take your time. Build and a it, relationship. And yeah. And it, and it comes out of genuineness. I mean, you, you have to be really genuine about it. You can't yeah. you can't go through that interaction and, and saying like, oh, this is my end goal. So I'm going to use these tactics. You know what I right. mean? When you place somebody in what I'm going to call, quote unquote, the center of the universe. Right. When they are the most important thing to you at that point in time, that is a genuine just I am present. I am here right now and I'm here listening to you talk about whatever it is that you want to talk about right. and I'm picking your brain asking you questions and that just that interaction like knowing that you can drop everything off for a moment yeah. to just really really focus in on zero and on one person and what they who they are as a person yep that goes so far so that goes far. so far so, yeah. so, so, so far please yeah. please please if you take anything away from this know that building relationships yeah. is gonna get you so far it's gonna allow you to send the link it really will it really will and so it it just it behooves it behooves <laughs> it behooves one to build a relationship so that then you know if at some point it is asked of you you can share yourself you can share yeah. who you are and show what you do you know and you not know? everybody is going to get the link not everybody's going to want rock. the link yeah. that's fine and not everyone's going to rock with it either and that's, that's okay. okay because the reason that you're building the relationship is to have a relationship. Yeah. Not so that they can push your music or not so that they can, you know, it, it's to it's to actually connect with somebody. And and the crazy part is even if they don't rock with it, yeah. maybe they happen to know somebody or they've heard of somebody yeah. or they have someone in their network who might rock with it. Who them. might. So they may like be like, you know, if you're looking for a collaboration type thing, they'll be like, uh, I'm, I don't quite fit this, but... I do know this person, yeah. or I, I do know, you know, these people who might like this, right? And if you built the relationship, they'd be more than willing to yeah. share that content yeah. with them for you, you know, instead of just being like, check this out. Yeah. I am not going to push somebody else's content. Like, if you send me something and you're just like, check this out or share, I'm not going to do shit. But if you had a conversation with me and you're like, I, I listened to your content after we got into talking for a bit, and I'm like, mm, this doesn't quite fit me, but... I really want to help this person out. Yeah. Like, I love this sound. I, I feel like somebody else can use They're this. They're a good person. So too, I'm yeah. going to go put this forth and, and you know send this to somebody. And that happens. That's yeah. not just me. Like I'm a nice dude, but a lot of people 
love sharing things because yeah. networking is a powerful tool. It it's is how it you is. succeed. You know. Yeah, it's true. And there have been times when like I've I've sent out links, and <laughs> last year when I was when I was releasing Tides, like I I'm pretty sure I was done with my EP in like April. Mm. I want to say. And then, like, it was mixed and mastered and it was done. And I remember reaching out to some people and sending out links, you know, and and I waited. Hmm. And I sat on that for a while. I, like, almost like a few months without Damn. hearing anything back. And it was my mistake, honestly. It really was. At the hmm. end of the day, it was my mistake. I didn't hear anything back. And I think it just came down to, like, fear of, like, someone having heard my music and not necessarily have enjoyed it the way that I or didn't hit them the way that I want it to right. you know what I mean and that's that's totally fine I mean music is for different audiences like there have been people who have heard my music and are like yo I really fuck with this shit and there are people who have heard my music who are like yo keep going <laughs> <laughs> like we believe you know, in you it's getting better you know whatever but yeah, I had to really learn how to move on on my own mm-hmm. without without the even without an email being like yo you know, like, we're not going to take this. Even right. without that, I had to figure out my own deadline of when to be like, all right, so I've tried my best. I've shot my shot. You know, it's time to move on to just keep and moving. take things on my own hand. You know, you know and that, that timeline is going to be different for everybody. But oh, yeah, yeah. if you feel like if you're stressed about somebody hearing it, like, or if it's bit like, don't stress yourself and don't place that stress on others to share your thing or share your content or hear your content, right? Just put it out there. Put it out in, in, in the ethosphere and see what happens. Mm-hmm. But always keep it moving. Don't 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 put yourself in a position where you have to wait on somebody or expecting or, you know, they feel that pressure. Like, you don't want to create pressure in that kind of environment. Um, and even if you don't create the pressure, if they do, just don't respond or if they don't, like, if don't waste your time either, right? Like, if you've heard, if you send something and be like, hey, I need, you know, I need a response on this. Or I need yeah. your thoughts on this by, you know, sometime before this time or it's being released, you know, in a week mm-hmm. or something like that. And they don't get back to you. Cool. Keep it moving. Like, yeah. there's no point in wasting time on somebody who doesn't want to respect that deadline or your own timeline. Yeah. Because they may have their own timeline. It's, it might not even be like a, like an offense thing. They just literally don't yeah. prioritize and most your of the time it's it's not it's not to be offensive right. it's just that it, we're all busy you know what people i mean people doing things we're all, and and yeah and and i've noticed that it it honestly ends up coming from um the actual relationship that's already built yep you know what i mean cuz if i sent it to somebody who I'm, who's like a super close homie they will take the time to listen. hundred percent. You know what I mean? And they'll even respect, I'll, I'll be like, hey, can you check it out by this week? I just want to get some notes on it or whatever. Right. I'm trying to drop it, you know, in the yeah, next yeah, yeah. few months. And I'm sure that they would. But if I sent it to like, you know, like John, who works at who knows where, Spotify <laughs> or whatever, and I met him one time. Right. You know. Can you check this out by this week? No. It's not going to happen. He's not going to do that. It's not going to happen. He's got his own things. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's got his own We only thing. met that one time at a mixer. Right, you know, and, and we didn't even make lunch plans. Nope. Like, <laughs> nah. You bought him a drink and it tasted bad. Yeah, yeah. And I haven't built that relationship over emails. You know, I haven't built that relationship over messaging, caring about Person, him, nothing. following up with him in his life. Nothing. Yeah. So you, you, you let that one go. Yeah. You know, sometimes you'll have just the fluke. Somebody is like, "I'm feeling generous," or "I saw this email. I'll check it out." True. That happens. Yeah. But don't rely on that. Yeah. Just. Yeah. Make sure you're building relationships. Yeah. And always try and just try and build new relationships. Mm-hmm. Reach out when you can. Mm-hmm. But 
if it ain't working, let it go. Yeah. You will find another one. And the thing with being an independent artist is that, yes, you are an independent, but you cannot do this solo. Hmm. You can't. You need a, you need a network. You need a network. Your network. You need a community. You need a community. You need people who are gonna buy your shit. You yep. need people who are gonna help you yes. help others buy your shit. Yeah. <laughs> you people. You need to help others sell their shit too. Yeah. You know. You know. It's 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 not even like a you know I scratch back my but you I scratch your back you scratch mine type thing but you just it it helps everybody. Mm-hmm. When everybody's talking, yeah. When everybody's just connecting, yeah. Right, but especially as an indie player, when your only source of audience is literally your audience, yeah. right? You know, you need to build that. You need to build a relationship with the people who listen to your yeah. content as well. Um, you know, so that whether that's over Twitter and talking with people who listen to your album or mm-hmm. your Instagram or just sharing a video and asking yeah. people's thoughts or seeing what they might you know be interested in um from you you know as, as far as content goes you know like what videos do you want to see more of do you want to mm-hmm. see live covers or do you want to see just live videos or you want to see vlogs and things like that and really yeah. connecting with them in that sense and building that relationship with your audience is important too they're your yeah. people that they, they, it's so critical i feel like as far as independent artists no matter what industry you're in i feel like we're the wolves of the industry yeah. you know what i mean we're yes. we're good at being solo for sure, but we fuck shit up in a in a pack. We're at, we're unstoppable. Ooh. We really are. Drop them oh. oh man. Damn. Man. Preach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, so hopefully those are some tips you can take to heart. Listen to them again. Repeat them. Make them your mantra at night. You know what 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 are they called? Uh, affirmations. You know, affirmations. Make, make yes. them your your nightly or daily affirmations. <laughs> You know, build those relationships. Know your worth. Know and your worth. If, if if somebody isn't cutting it for you, move on. Yes. Just let it go. And more will come to you. Be genuine and things will happen for you. That's genuine. All we can, that's all we can say. Ultimately, just be genuine and know how to balance things. Yeah. Trial and error. Yeah. Truth. But uh, anyway, yeah, those have been some quick tips. Quick tips. From... Not really quick. I mean, well, I mean, it's quick considering the amount of time in a day. But yeah. yeah. It's still like 30 minutes. This it's is solid. Yeah, it's that's a solid an episode. It's a solid that's little some conversation. Narcos, you know, at least. <laughs> narcos is like an hour. That's like, exactly. It's less than Narcos. That's like... <laughs> less than Narcos. Narcos. <laughs> so, if you have any other questions or any, any other tips yeah. that you want us to talk about, you know, just things please. you want us to talk about, please. Hit us up. Hit us up. Thousand Story or at Thousand Story underscore on Twitter and Instagram. Yes, sir. You know by this point, it's an actual underscore, not the word underscore. So I'm going to leave it at that. Uh, <laughs> if you want to find us individually, uh, I am at Mr. Naji Boy on Twitter and Instagram. That's M-R-N-A-J-I-B-O-Y. And I am at El Pontillo. That's E-L-P-O-N-T-I-L-L-O on Twitter and Instagram. And if you like the episode, let us know, please. Like, leave a review on Apple Podcasts yeah. or Google Podcasts because we're or YouTube or Spot. Like, I don't know if you can, you can't leave reviews on Spotify, but oh, yeah, Stitcher, so, yeah. Tuna, yeah. we're on everything. Whatever you're listening on, but yeah, we're please. just like you. I mean, we're independent artists trying to make it, trying yeah. to provide something for you. Let the so. people know, share the love. Let's Sit. build the community. Share this episode with somebody who it needs this information. Yeah, you know. And and if you don't like it, let us know as well, please, because we would love to. I improve. would love to hear it. Yeah, we would. Love love to hear how we can help more or, or improve or not you know not say stupid yeah. shit <laughs> true true <laughs> you know true we're always looking to learn and grow and connect with you guys so sure. please please help us help us do that and we'll help you um 
But thank you for listening for wherever it has so far. Thank you for listening mm-hmm. to us ramble and rant and hopefully give you a, you know, a glimmer of uh, good advice. Mm-hmm. Um, but what do we got going on next week? Oh, damn. Oh, man. I, d- I don't even know. Mm. I don't even... I can't. I Is this the first time he can't uh, think of the man. episode? Oh, my I goodness. I can't think of anything. Oh, my... Oh. Uh, really? <laughs> oh, my God. Actually, no, no, no. I got it. Okay. I got it. All right. So next week, we're going to talk about dating tips. All right? Ooh. How to rub shoulders. <laughs> In With bed. That. <laughs> oh my God. In bed. Amazing. Uh, I love it. You've heard it here first, yeah. folks. Uh, Rubbing thank shoulders you. in bed. Thank you for listening. That's unique. It is. You know? I feel like this. I feel like somewhere in the world that is a fetish. Oh, it definitely is. hundred percent. There's a fetish for everything. I, Always is. I just. Yeah, it's guaranteed. It's wild. But thank you. <laughs> we love you. I'm looking it up on Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in next week, and we'll be here. This has been the Thousand Story Podcasts with Najee and Luis. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.